Chapter 1, verse 1. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Matthew is going to trace the Lord right back to Abraham, the first Jew, called a Hebrew. And he's also going to trace the Lord back to David. Why? Well, David was the king, the king of Israel. And Jesus Christ is the king of kings. Luke traces the genealogy of the Lord right back to Adam, the first man who wasn't a Jew. One other quick point to mention right from the outset. If you have ever read the Bible, you will see that scripture was written by men. They were commissioned by the Holy Spirit. They didn't write what they wanted to write. They wrote what the Lord wanted them to write. But what they did do was offer their own attributes, their own personalities, and their own styles. And the reason I mention that is because what you will find in Matthew's Gospel is a male genealogy right back to Abraham. Genesis chapter 5 mentions Adam and Eve, and the Lord called them Adam. What does that mean? It means this. When a girl is born, she takes her father's name. When she marries, she takes her husband's name. That was found in Genesis chapter 5. Every civilized nation in the world follows Genesis chapter 5. There are no feminists in the book. There are no feminists in the world. In fact, even if you change your surname, if you are a feminist, when you have children, the chances are they will take the father's name. Or if they marry, they will take their husband's name. The two leading feminists in the world have children who have taken their husband's name. Genesis chapter 5. What God has set in scripture is followed even to this day. But for the most part, the feminists don't even know it. But... Uh, that was just a quick opening thought as I approached the Gospel of Matthew. Verse 2, Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Judas and his brethren, and Judas begat Pharaoh, and Zara of Tamar, and Pharaoh begat Ezrom, and Ezrom begat Aram, and Aram begat Aminadab, and Ammonimadab begat Nason, and Nason begat Salmon, and Salmon begat Boaz of Rechab, and Boaz begat Obed of Ruth, and Obed begat Jesse, and Jesse begat David the king, and David the king begat Solomon of her that had been the wife of Urias, and I've deliberately highlighted that and wanted to put the emphasis on the king twice it appears in verse 6 and the second part of 6 says of her that had been the wife of Urias that's contempt that's contempt the way that the Holy Spirit is speaking here is highlighting the fact that David was the king twice and yet his sin with Bathsheba is still in the mind of the Lord David should have been put to death for his sin.
along with his mistress. But the Lord showed him mercy. 7. And Solomon begat Roban, and Roban begat Abia, and Abia begat Asa, and Asa begat Josaphat, and Josaphat begat Joram, and Joram begat Ozias, and Ozias begat Jotham, and Jotham begat Azar, and Azar begat Ezekias, and Ezekias begat Manassas, and Manassas begat Amon, and Amon begat Joseph, and Joseph begat Jeconias and his brethren, about the time they were carried away to Babylon. And after they were brought to Babylon, Jeconias begat Salathael, and Salathael begat Zoabel, and Zoabel begat Abiud, and Abiud begat Elacum, and Elacum begat Azor, and Azor begat Sadoc, and Sadoc begat Achim, and Achim begat Eliad, and Eliad begat Eleazar, and Eleazar begat Mathan, and Mathan begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who was called Christ. Okay, so I got through the genealogies, and I did my best to pronounce the Jewish names of these great men as best as I could. And if you look at the terms or the letters J-E-C, you find the abbreviation for Jehovah. And uh, ending at 16, Jacob begat Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. He makes the clear distinction that Jesus is linked to Mary, not Joseph. And Luke's Gospel, which is the mirror of this, traces Mary and her father's genealogy right back to Adam. But here Matthew takes great care in showing us that the genealogy goes right back to Abraham and she, Mary, is the only lady here found in Scripture. 17. So all the generations from Abraham to David are fourteen generations, and from David until the carrying away into Babylon are fourteen generations, and from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are fourteen generations. Three fourteens make forty-two. Now, when I've looked at this over the years, and I'm looking at it today, the only significance that comes to my mind when I think of 42 would be that the Lord was on the earth for 42 months and the Antichrist will be on the earth for 42 months. This ends with the apostasy in Babylon and it also ends with the Lord's birth. You can go through this in Greek if you choose to and play the number game if you choose to but I am looking at this, reading it from the King James perspective and as I say 314s equals 42 and all I can do with that is as I say point to the Lord's coming and point to the Antichrist's coming the Antichrist is a counterfeit of the Christ and he will deceive many in the tribulation he will deceive the goats he will deceive those that the Lord himself sends out strong delusion 
but uh, here and now, as I say, 17 takes me back to 42, and my initial impression is, as I say, the Lord's ministry on the earth and the Antichrist's soon ministry on the earth. 18, now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When, as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Espoused, Old English for engaged, clearly in ancient times for a woman to be found with child outside of marriage was a scandal. 19. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. David slept with Bathsheba the night that he saw her, and she fell pregnant. He should have been put to death along with his mistress. That was the Old Testament teaching. Here, Joseph has found his espoused wife, his fiancée, pregnant. And he knows that he's not the father. And the Old Testament law said, if that happens, put the woman to death. And find the man and put him to death too. Total equality there. He was minded to do that. He was a faithful Jew. But, look at 20. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Because he is engaged to her, technically, she is now his wife. The angel of the Lord here, if you go to the Old Testament, nearly always is deity. The angel of the Lord nearly always is a pre-incarnation of the Lord Jesus Christ, a Christophany. But my feeling is that the Holy Spirit could quite possibly be the angel of the Lord. And that is insinuated from the book of Acts, the 8th chapter, which I will get to later. He knows that he's minded to deal with his wife, but he's a just man, he's a good man, and he wants to do what is right. He wants to show mercy to her. That which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the third member of the Trinity. In Acts 5, the early church lied to Peter, Ananias and Sapphira, to be precise. And he says to this couple, you haven't lied to men, you've lied to God. And he points to the Holy Spirit in reference to being God. In Hebrews chapter 9, the Holy Spirit is referred to as being eternal. In Romans chapter 8, the Holy Spirit is referenced as resurrecting the Lord Jesus Christ from the dead. So the Holy Spirit comes upon her and she falls pregnant through his presence. There is no sexual intercourse that has occurred. That is a complete heresy. And the Mormons have been perpetuating this heresy over the years. And some so-called Christian feminist groups also like to play loose with this. But that is not what happened. She was a virgin pre her 
pregnancy. She was pure pre her birth, but she wasn't sinless. And she was pure up to her birth, but she wasn't sinless. That is the mistake that the Catholics make. That is what you know as the Immaculate Conception. That somehow Mary was born without sin and gave birth to the Lord. Because she was sinless, that is complete falsehood. The woman's placenta, we know, takes the blood from the Father. So the Lord could quite easily have been born via Mary and his blood never intermingled with her blood. He was and has always been sinless, whereas she says, I rejoice in God my Saviour. And she, along with her husband, go up to the temple with a couple of doves and they present them to the Lord in the temple. Why? Well, they are sinners. She's a sinner and she's coming to present her offering to the Lord in the temple. 21. And she, Mary, shall bring forth a son, and thou shall call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. The angel is still speaking to Joseph. And Joseph here is going to call him Jesus. Go to 1 Samuel, please. Quick cross-reference. Uh, 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 25. All of the Old Testament kings are types of of either the Lord, Jesus Christ, or the Antichrist. And here I'm going to show you a cross-reference when I get there of Samuel, who would clearly be a type of Jesus. And uh, you can see how the Old Testament lays the foundation of the coming Messiah. First uh, Samuel 2, 2, 5. 1 Samuel 2, 2, 5. If one man sin against another, the judge shall judge him. But if a man sin against the Lord, who shall entreat for him? Notwithstanding, they hearken not unto the voice of their father, because the Lord would slay them. 26. And the child Samuel grew on and was in favor both with the Lord and also with men. There is an early type of the Messiah. One God, one mediator between men and God, the man, Christ Jesus. Now you find it in 1 Samuel 2.2.5. Samuel is a type of the mediator between man and God. Back to Matthew 1.21, one more time. And thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Who are his people? His people, first and foremost, were the Jews. John chapter 1 says, he came unto his own, but his own received him not, their choice. But to as many as received him, to them gave he the right to become the sons of God. Through their unbelief, we, the Gentiles, we, the church, are grafted in. And we are currently the people of God through the new covenant. But once the church has been raptured, Revelation 4, the Lord turns back to the children of Israel and he deals with them during the tribulation. Seven years, of course. The first part is the beginning of sorrows, three and a half years. The second part is the tribulation itself, when the Antichrist arrives. But here, he's going to save his people from their sins. 
He will save them. You don't save yourself. He will save you. And he starts with the house of Israel. But of course, for the most part, they rejected him. Why? Well, the Old Testament prophets prophesied that they would through foreknowledge. And therefore, through their unbelief, as I say, we are grafted in. But we don't replace the root. We are propped up by the root. We are saved because of the root. The root, of course, being Israel. And the root, of course, being holy. 22. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Christ has many names, many names indeed, and uh, this expression, Emmanuel, means God with us. E.M., Emmanuel, Elohim, Jehovah, these are all Jewish play on words to point to the one true God. Go to Luke, Luke chapter 2. I want to show you a cross-reference here to Emmanuel, God with us, God with us being mankind. Luke 2.52, and Jesus increased in wisdom and statue and in favor with God and man. There's your mediator, God with us. One more reference, go to John chapter 3. Look at Nicodemus here in verse 2. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. So they knew who he was. They knew where he had come from. But here I'm focusing primarily on his mediation between man and God. You found it in 1 Samuel with Samuel himself. Luke 2 alludes to it some more. And John 3 cements the clear teaching found here that he was the mediator between man and God you see when you sin against God only God himself can forgive you never mind going to the saints or Mary or the priest or the vicar or the preacher or the healer or the evangelist you've got to go to the savior there's no other way to be saved 24 then Joseph being raised from sleep did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took unto him his wife and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son and he called his name Jesus she had other children Mark 6 tells us at least six other children he didn't know her pre her pregnancy until she brought forth her firstborn son there's nothing here to suggest she stayed a virgin post the birth of Jesus Christ in the Gospel of John, in the 19th chapter, when Jesus hangs on the cross, he says, Mother, behold thy son. And he puts John in charge of Mary. Why? Well, Christ had obviously younger brothers and sisters. They were too young to look after their mother. So John is commissioned to look after his siblings and his aging mother. You could look at 24 and suggest that is a type of the rapture when it says Joseph was raised from sleep but personally I would leave it as it stands what we don't want to do is read into the text something which isn't there as I've already said that is 
asegesis and that causes all sorts of problems when we read the Bible we take from the text what is there we expound what is clearly there that is called exegesis and when we do that we know we can't go wrong so there is the first chapter 25 verses and I hope you've been following along in your Bible with me and uh, as you can see there's a lot of scripture here a lot of scripture here a lot to teach and preach from but uh, this is a simplistic approach of walking through the scriptures this won't be a heavy video this won't be a long winded out video this will be a simple down to earth easy to understand I hope video